Welcome, I'm Anastasia Glova bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. In anticipation of the new immigration bill that the Senate hopes to pass by Memorial Day, we're here to talk to Cato Director of Trade Policy Studies, Dan Griswold. Dan, does America need a new immigration law? It certainly does. Our current immigration law is fatally flawed. The fundamental problem with our immigration law is that it's out of step with the realities of U.S. society today. We have an economy that continues to create hundreds of thousands of jobs every year for for low-skilled workers. Most jobs created are for high-skilled workers, but we create jobs in construction and retail and food processing and cleaning. We all know what those jobs are. And at the same time, the pool of Americans that are willing and happy to take those jobs continues to shrink. We're getting older and better educated Uh, There just aren't enough Americans to fill those jobs, and yet our immigration system has no legal channel for a hardworking person from Mexico or Central America to come in and fill those jobs, and the result is we have massive illegal immigration, 12 million people living here illegally, that number growing by half a million a year. We desperately need to change the immigration law. You know, if you're a computer programmer or a college physics professor, there's a way to get into the country. Get an H-1B visa, you can come in. If you're just a hardworking dishwasher or uh, somebody who's going to work in a meatpacking factory, there's no way to get in. And yet we have this 2,000-mile border with Mexico, so they're coming in illegally. We need to change the law. We have tried enforcement uh, over the last 20 years, and it's failed. We've built walls out into the desert. We've increased spending on border enforcement tenfold. Uh, we've raided chicken processing plants and discount stores from coast to coast, and it hasn't made a dent. We need to change the law. And I think the president's basically on the right track. We need to create a temporary visa program to let people come in for three years, renewable for another three years. We need to have a path for legalization for the 12 million that are here, not amnesty, not a green card or citizenship automatically, but just legal status, so they come forward and become part of the above-ground economy, and then we can enforce that law. And I think if we do that, all these other problems that we're wrestling with, you know, illegal immigration, people dying at the border, um, problems with document fraud and that sort of thing, I think those problems would largely go away if we had legalization. How can legislators avoid the pitfalls that deadlocked the previous immigration bill just a few weeks ago? Yeah, you know, the Senate was very close to a compromise that would have achieved a lot of what we have been talking about here at Cato. The roadblock really wasn't so much policy as it was politics. I think two-thirds of senators were ready to vote for a sensible, uh, economically uh, literate immigration reform, uh, but it was partisan politics, and the the Democrats aren't in any hurry to do a favor for the Republicans, uh, and so I think it broke down over that. What's happened is, after the recess, I think leaders in both parties have come to their senses. They realize there is majority support in the Senate for this bill, and I think among the American public, uh, for a real answer to this uh, problem of illegal immigration. I was at a meeting uh, at the White House uh, earlier this week where we were told that uh, uh, all the groundwork's being laid for a bill to be passed by the Senate, including immigration reform, comprehensive immigration reform, uh, by the end of May. Of course, then the next challenge will be to go into a conference committee meeting with the House, which passed its own bill in December, which unfortunately was all enforcement, and enforcement hasn't worked. 
but there's hope that the two can be put together. We can have the legalization provisions of the Senate, some of the more sensible enforcement provisions of the House, and between the two come up with a bill that will secure our border, uh, reduce illegal immigration, and serve our economic interests. Is there a national security angle to all this? There is. Uh, immigration reform is important to our national security. You know, it's the first duty of government to secure our borders, and especially in a post-911 world, the last thing we want are more terrorists uh, entering the country. And I think immigration reform would make us more secure by allowing those people who have no criminal intentions, no terrorist intentions, they just want to come here to work, allowing them to come in in a safe, orderly, legal way through established ports of entry, then we can concentrate our enforcement firepower on those who are trying to come in to do us harm. We'll begin to drain the swamp of smuggling and document fraud. And I think the freeing up of resources is important. You know, what would we rather have our Homeland Security Department doing? Uh, raiding and busting janitors or going after terrorists? I think the answer is obvious. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.